Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Do you remember when a former IRS contractor, this guy Charles Edward Littlejohn, stole, he stole confidential tax records of Donald Trump and about... 7,500 7, other wealthy Americans, and they got published. Do you remember that? Yeah, that happened. So this guy was a former IRS contractor, stole, literally stole Donald Trump's personal private information that is supposed to be kept secure by the United States government. Well, he could face little or no jail time when he sentenced later this month because the Department of Justice allowed him to plead guilty to a single felony count. In a new court filing, prosecutors acknowledged the plea deal does not account for the fact that he leaked thousands of individuals' tax returns. Isn't that what uh, Julian Assange is being charged with? Yeah. Um, his sentencing range would be the same today if he had leaked only a single item. They are so full of crap. But instead of seeking prison time for his offenses or even for the two separate mass thefts that he committed, one in 2019, another in 2020, the DOJ is asking a federal judge to sentence Little John to just 60 months, the maximum for a single defense under the statute. Some political leaders are angry over the plea deal, saying that he should get 60 years, not 60 months, uh, just months for the crime. This was the biggest, by the way, this was the biggest heist of IRS taxpayer data in history. In history. And he's going to get months instead of years. Meanwhile, well, let's go to Vincent in Bowling Springs. He wants to talk about Fannie Willis. Vincent, welcome to the program. Uh, what do you think is going to go on, on in that trial? I have a question for you, and thank yeah. you for taking my call. I yes, appreciate you. me and my wife listen to you every day and night. Thank so, you. I appreciate it. Uh, listen, wouldn't it be considered a mistrial with uh, her and her boyfriend? And they're both, you know, inadequate to be in those positions, yeah. to say the least. I mean, couldn't they pull a mistrial on that? What they would have to do, what they would have to do is they would have to get rid of Fannie Willis and her team of prosecutors. And then they would have to go back and get an entirely new slate of prosecutors because the charges haven't gone away. Well, by that time, the election will be in. Exactly. They won't be held out of that. Yeah, you're right. That'll work out fine with that. Yeah. As far as this border thing goes... Just let me know when the revolution's going to start. 
I yeah. got my arms. I'm ready to go up with everybody. There you, you know, go. We need to protect our country. And I'm like, grandkids, you were said it perfect. We need to do something now. You know, I was speaking to a lady of color earlier today at the police station. Yeah. And she's a Biden, you know, supporter all the way. Wow. And I said, well, you really need to tell, listen to 98.9. And get the <laughs> other side of the story you're not getting. Exactly right. Look, I even brought up about the prices when Trump was in office. She's against, she just don't want Trump in office. That's it. They she don't know why. They don't know why they don't. They just don't. Vincent, I appreciate you calling in. And it's all about personalities and blah, 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 and BS. See, weak people hate strong people. Weak people hate strong people. Strong people make weak people feel inadequate. They make them feel less than, which is exactly what they are. So Trump comes along, he's a strong leader, and that really irritates the weakest among us. So, Trump must pay. Now, here's what's going on. This is a civil trial in New York, this uh, defamation trial with Donald Trump. Former President Donald Trump must pay writer E. Jean Carroll over $83 million in damages for repeated, I'm reading from NBC News, for repeatedly defaming her, a jury found today. The nine-person jury began deliberations in federal court in New York at 1.40 p.m. and reached a verdict in just under three hours. The award includes $11 million for damage to Carol's reputation, $7.3 million for emotional harm and other damages, and $65 million in punitive damages. The decision came after contentious closing arguments that saw Trump storm out of the closet. Here's the thing, though. Here's what these trials are about. This is a civil trial. This is about emotion. This is where the ambulance chasers play on the emotions of the jury. And that's what E. Jean Carroll's lawyers did. Oh, oh my. See, nothing really has to be proved. In a civil trial, you you don't really have to prove anything. That's a preponderance of the evidence. That's not beyond the shadow of a doubt. The burden of proof is very low in a civil trial. Very low. And by the way, this judge, you can't tell me he was nonpartisan either. I mean, he even... threatened to throw Trump's lawyer in jail. We know what's going on with these people. We know how they're acting. This is, these are the kangaroo courts that authoritarian regimes love. They love these things. They can't find anything to throw Trump in jail on, so they're going to try to break them. That's how our justice quote-unquote, justice system works. Our injustice system is actually what it is. So I could, here's what I could do. If I decide I don't like Will, I could sue Will and say I got a lot of money. I got a lot of money. I got plenty of money. I could sue Will. Will's going to have to hire a lawyer because uh, this is a civil trial. This isn't a criminal trial. He's got to get his own lawyer. The state's not going to pay for his trial in this case. His Miranda rights have not been read. So I'm going to take Will to court. And they're probably going to find Will innocent or not guilty. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again next month. 
I'm going to file another charge against Will. And by the time I'm through with Will, he's not going to have a penny to his name. Me? I've just spent money that I've got anyway. It doesn't really matter. That's how our court systems work in this country. And that's what's going on with Donald Trump. And what they're using, and you heard this, and we even heard some of the testimony from E. Jean Carroll's lawyer. Oh, Trump thinks because he's rich, he can get away with anything. Completely ignoring the fact that E. Jean Carroll's entire claim was literally the plot of a Law and Order SVU episode. Not making that up. Not making that up. Her claims parallel exactly what happened in a Law and Order SVU episode. Was that evidence shown to the jury? No, the judge wouldn't let it. Why? Because E. Jean Carroll said she'd never watched the show. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 you think E. Jean Carroll is not beyond lying? E. Jean Carroll did an interview with, with uh, Anderson Cooper where she said, rape doesn't have to be physical. She also said, rape can be sexy. Man, I'm telling you what, we are not living in the country that we believe we live in. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, uh, at least I got a little common sense in Utah, except for that whole Mitt Romney thing. Uh, Utah's Republican-controlled House voted today to pass a sweeping proposal to keep transgenders out of the restrooms and locker rooms that uh, match their gender identity in taxpayer-funded buildings, sending the measure to the state's uh, GOP Senate for consideration. Um, House Bill 257 aims to prohibit individuals from using gender-designated facilities that differ from their sex assigned at birth in government buildings, correctional facilities, and domestic violence shelters unless they have undergone a transition-related surgery and legally amended the sex on their birth certificate. The proposal would require new government buildings to include single-occupant restrooms and changing rooms while existing ones must be studied to assess the feasibility of retrofitting or remodeling the facilities to improve privacy. Uh, didn't we try to get a bathroom bill done here in South Carolina? Didn't 
Wasn't it Lee Bright, State Senator Lee Bright, that brought that bathroom bill up? Yes, it was. Whatever, ha- whatever happened to that? Oh, yeah, Nikki Haley shot it down. That's right. She squashed it and then bragged about it. Said, hey, look what I did. So we, and now look where we are, Nikki Haley. Now look where we are. We've actually got a hate crimes bill that was passed by the House that includes gendered language in it. So in some shape or form, gender identity is now codified in our state law. Oh, boy, if you were just more forward-looking, Nikki Haley. But what she didn't want to happen to us is she didn't want us to be boycotted by the trans community, yada, yada, yada. Good grief. I'm so sick of this. Oh, oh, we're not going to get the NCAA basketball tournament here? Who cares? Who cares? Oh, we're not going to get, you know, whatever, the Little League World Series, whatever, whatever, playoffs, whatever. Who cares? No, Nobody cares about that stuff. What we care about is the morality and protecting our women and young girls in this state. That's what we really care about, Nikki Haley. But apparently you forgot about that. And, you know, we try to prevent these things from happening, like this trans golfer who's trying to make it on the PGA Tour, Haley Davidson, 30, won the NXXT Women's Classic on January the 17th, 35 uh, miles northwest of uh, Orlando, after shooting 1 over 73 and ending the three-round tournament at plus four. Sorry, you're not going to make it on the LPGA. That's just not going to happen. But there she was playing. He was because it's a he. It's a he. Sorry, you were born a he. You're going to die a he. If anything happens and you're in a horrible accident and they can only identify you by your remains, they're going to say that you are a he. If they got to go with your, you know, skeletal structure, you are a he. Biologically, you are a he. So he you are. And now this Will Thomas, you know, the swimmer, the one that um, that, that, that Riley Gaines had all that confrontation with Will Thomas. They say Leah Thomas, but his name is Will. He is now uh, engaged in a secret legal fight to overturn the trans ban in the Olympics. Controversial transgender swimmer Will Thomas, they use Leah, I'm not, uh, is taking secret legal action to bid in a bid to overturn a ban on biological males competing alongside women and hopes to take part in the Paris Olympic trials. According to a report, Thomas has hired a Canadian law firm to ask the court of arbitration for sport in Switzerland to overturn the rules imposed by the World Aquatics after he became the first openly trans person to win an NCAA Division I title. He has not competed since 2022 when the World Aquatics uh, introduced rules that prohibit anyone who has undergone any part of male puberty from the female category. Prior to that, trans women were allowed to compete if they lowered their testosterone levels. Um, Anyway, but I... We live in a crazy world. And we, I, I saw a report, I saw a study out, uh, it, was a, it was actually a report, uh, that said most of these women are scared to death of speaking out. They are terrified. 
of speaking out because if they do, they will lose sponsorship money. I, I don't know who they're sponsored by. What, you know, what are some of the swim brands? I don't even know what any swim brands are, but, but boy, if you, if you stand up and you talk about out against men competing against women in swimming, they'll yank your, your sponsorship. You're gone. You're done. But wouldn't it be worth it, do you think? I mean, not to have to compete against men in sport. This stuff is never going to end as long as the women tolerate it. I mean, us guys, we can sit there and we, we can crow on about it un- until the cows come home. But until the women stand up and say, you know what? Not competing, not doing this. No. When the starter fires the pistol, stay in the blocks. Do not compete. Do not take the drive off that first tee because you are literally depriving a young girl who has worked and sweated and dedicated her life to that particular sport for some guy that half-assed it his whole life and now decides that he wants to be a man or he wants to be a woman. A mediocre man can now rise to the elite levels in women's sports. And we've seen it time and time. Uh, Again, track and field. Do you know how many high school men, do you know how many high school men beat the women's Olympic record in the 440? Over 500 high school men beat top-tier Olympic sprinters in the 440, 500 of them. And you're going to tell me that men don't have an advantage or even young men don't have an advantage? Of course they do. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Charlie Penn State was taking scholarships from those women who spoke out against it. Well, it, it got even worse than that. Because all of these women, and I don't know if it was this whole Will Thomas uh, thing, but, but there, there was one school where, and we have heard that Will Thomas will parade around genitals exposed in the girls' locker room. That's how he gets his jollies. So I heard it might be him. Uh, this case, the women complained. So you know what happened to them? They were banned from the locker room. They had to all share one bathroom to change in. Man, we I'm telling you, we are living in a crazy, crazy, crazy world. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Friday afternoon, uh, heading into the evening. Let's go to the GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-905-0989. We'll talk to Melissa. Melissa, how you doing? Oh, I'm so disappointed. Where was my music? It's right there. It's playing. It's in the background <laughs> right now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. What's so on your mind? Uh, what? This is what's on my mind. I am Hallelujah for Texas. Yeah. Everybody who is standing behind Texas and actually defending our Constitution, Section 4, you know, yeah. says says the states have the power, and they do. 
Um, my thing is, what is your thoughts on that? And then I have one more question after you tell me that. Well, I, and, well, you just you just nailed it on 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 the head. Article four, section four of the Constitution says that the federal government shall not should or might want to or should think about says that the federal government shall protect states from invasion. And they are not doing that. In fact, they're doing quite the opposite, Melissa. They're enabling the invasion. When the Border Patrol goes in and they cut that razor wire, I saw a video uh, the other day of them using a forklift to actually lift up the razor wire so these illegal aliens can walk under it. That's not that is a direct violation of the Constitution. Exactly. So Texas is in every right. They're doing the right thing. Sure. They are upholding the Constitution and they are doing what they're supposed to do to save this country and save their state. Yeah. And every state should follow suit. And I think we got now 27 governors have signed on in support of Texas. In fact, Donald Trump has said uh, said that uh, every state should send their National Guard down there to help out. I believe that is the case, and I think that's a good thing. My other question to you is for regular patriots, um, I mean like myself, my husband, mm-hmm. anybody that we know, regular patriots, we're thinking about heading out to Texas to support but my question is, um, I've seen some stuff on X today, is this that they are actually trying to set up a second J6. Um, they're wanting patriots to come together to, uh, to secure the border, but they also want an insurrection at the border is what they're trying to set us up for. What is your answer to that? I would not put it past them. I mean, it worked on January the 6th. Why wouldn't it work now? Because here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen, Melissa, because the federal government is looking at federalizing the Texas National Guard. When they do that, they will now become active members of our military and under under Joe Biden, the commander in chief. So they won't be able to follow He's Greg Abbott. Commander in chief. But uh, just pay attention here. Go ahead. Pay attention here. So any okay. act that they take, they will be uh, they'll be uh, going against orders, and they may actually uh, bring up charges against them for you know failure to follow orders. Exactly like J six. Exactly like J six. Yeah. Exactly. And what do we do? What do we do to stop that? Uh, good in lord! Your opinion. I, I in your don't opinion, know. What do we do to stop that? I, the only thing that that I think we can do now there is a convoy going to the border, and you can check this out at takeourborderback.com. I follow them very well. Takeourborderback.com. They are uh, uh, they got a convoy going to the southern border yep. to peacefully assemble. It's going to start in uh, three days on January the 29th. They're going to be getting to Texas Eagle Pass on February the 3rd. They'll also be in Yuma, Arizona, yep. and San Ysidro, California, um, trying to, to show it's support. It's already started, actually. Yeah. Well, they're they're getting it together. They're not going to be there until, um, they say, February the 3rd. As according the truck convoy, the according truck to, to their website. already there. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just telling you what they say on their website, Melissa. So. Yep. So there. So, I mean, that's if you want to support anybody, support those people. 
Oh, I do. I support everything, Charlie, just like you, you know. I, I, I listen to you all the time. I respect you so much. My husband and I both respect you so much. Like, you're one of our favorites. Well, and Will's doing you. a great job, too. Yeah. Never thought I would like anybody other than him. <laughs> He's but doing a great job. Will's doing good. But uh, thank you, Charlie. Love you. Thank you, Melissa. We'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it. All right, GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-905-0989, the Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307. Well, uh, the, the RNC, you know what they were ready to do the other day? Ronna McDaniel, she had actually written a, a draft resolution. This is the other day. So Ronna McDaniel, head of the RNC, had actually written a draft resolution that would have declared Donald Trump as the party's nominee to focus on their efforts in defeating Joe Biden. Now, it was written after Chairman Ronna McDaniel said it was time for Republicans to unite behind Trump. She pointed out his historic victory in both Iowa, historic, in fact, the biggest victory in Iowa for a Republican, Biggest victory in New Hampshire for a Republican. And she stated that it was time for Nikki Haley to drop out. She said, I think if she came in second here, I don't see the path. President Trump won by double digits in both states. This is unprecedented, McDaniel said. This isn't the RNC speaking. This isn't the establishment speaking. This is the voters speaking. And when you look at the path going forward, take the take personality out, out of it. One Fox News anchor said, are you telling Nikki Haley to get out? She said, I'm just saying, look at the path and the math. Well, they were going to basically declare Donald Trump as the nominee. President Trump over on Truth Social posted this. Are you ready for this? He said, while I greatly appreciate the Republican National Committee, RNC, wanting me to make their presumptive nominee, and while they have far more votes than necessary to do it, I feel, for the sake of party unity, that they should not go forward with this plan, but I should do it the old-fashioned way and finish the process off at the ballot box. Thank you to the RNC to the respect and the devotion you have shown me, Trump 2024. Okay, a couple of things going on here. Trump has just thrown off the shackles of the RNC. Because, you see, if Ronald McDaniel and the RNC had come out and said, oh, we are declaring Trump as a... Uh, now they can always come back to him and say, hey, hey, buddy, if it wasn't for us, you wouldn't be the nominee. You owe us. You, we, we got, you know, we've got something invested in you right now. But Trump being the smart man that he is said you know what no 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 don't do that i'll win this completely on my own i don't need you to do that well nikki haley blasted <laughs> let's i'll just play for you what nikki haley said nikki haley joining us in her first interview since the new hampshire primary and i'm sure it is good to be home and in your own bed indeed want to talk to you about a couple of things. First of all, Ronna McDaniel, the head of the Republican National Committee, on Tuesday night she said that she thinks you should get out of the race. Have you spoken to her? Um, I let her know how disappointed I was. You know, I mean, let's look at the last 48 hours, Dana. I mean, first of all, you had 
um, election night, Trump gets on stage. He throws an absolute temper tantrum talking about revenge. I didn't but see he that. says nothing about the American people, nothing about what he's going to do about the wasteful spending that he um, encouraged and allowed the Republicans and Democrats to do in his term. He said nothing about how he's going to secure the border and what he's going to do different that he didn't do when he was president before. He said nothing about how he's going to prevent war. Then he goes and says that he's going to ban anyone from MAGA that donates to me. Think about that. That's a president who's supposed to serve every person in America, and you're deciding that you're going to have a club and actually ban people from being in and out of your club. And then he goes and encourages the members of the RNC and tries to push them into saying that he's the nominee huh. in the race. Interesting. I mean, they got so much pushback that he had to backtrack well, from did, it. Uh -huh. I mean, he's sure totally he unhinged. But was at the end of the day, our focus is still on the American people. Are you sure that it was he that was asking for that resolution? I mean, he says in the Truth Social Post, uh, thank you to the RNC for the respect and devotion you've shown me, but he has no interest in doing that. Well, he's, it was his people that pushed it forward. I know how much he's pushed on Rana. Rana has made that very clear that he was pushing her to stop debates um, all this time. And so he pushes them to do things. And I think they got um, some major blowback. And that's why he had to walk it back. I mean, look, you can't bully your way through this process. What, what they should have, have said is, uh, uh, without evidence, Nikki Haley claims Trump pressured the RNC. So there you go. That primary is coming up February the 24th. We'll be right back. This is the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you along with us Friday evening. Hot diggity dog. We are ready for the weekend. I know I am. Well, uh, <laughs> the United States Postal Service is spending $9.6 billion taxpayer dollars on electric vehicles. $9.6 billion. The U.S. Postal Service is investing $9.6 billion in electrifying its delivery fleet, including procuring charging stations. While the Postal Service completed tests and conducted other performance monitoring of the charging station, not enough testing was done to safeguard those assets, as according to a recent audit from the uh, Postal Service. The report found that the Postal Service conducted effective contract oversights to verify that charging stations conformed to certain requirements identified in the contract statement of work and conducted performance monitoring to evaluate the charging station's short-term reliability. Uh, but it found that the USPS didn't conduct long-term performance monitoring tests with next-generation delivery vehicles. Or, in other words, they didn't test the lifespan of the charging stations. Oh, that's lovely. It also found that there weren't effective management controls over the storage of the charging stations. Specifically, facility management did not employ the necessary physical safety measures designed to protect and deter the theft of their assets. So people are actually, not only are they stealing the electricity from the charging stations, they could steal the whole charging station themselves. And they spent $9.6 billion dollars. They didn't provide sufficient oversight to resolve security deficiencies in a timely manner, and that contributed to the loss of $67,000 in assets. 
So the summary, if a federal agency is going to spend almost $10 billion on electric ve- elective vehicles, and that's the key here. These, they just got these because they wanted them. Yeah, man, have you seen these things? They're cool. If they're going to spend $10 billion American taxpayer dollars, they should do it carefully. And they should at least be able to ensure that these things aren't going to be stolen because they have been. Somebody stole, somebody stole the post office's charging stations. Well, I left that thing around here somewhere. It was here yesterday, I swear. Oh, my gosh. These people. So, meanwhile, this uh, Tesla cyber, uh, cyber truck, this guy uh, took his cyber t- truck out, uh, do some off-roading there. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's rugged. Posted a video of it online. Off-roading in the cyber truck. Quote, unquote, or, or uh, parentheses, I broke it. Oh, my goodness. So, and this is supposed to be one of the, the, the big daddies. Well, this guy went off-roading in one and tore the thing up. Locking differentials would drastically improve the truck's off-road performance. They lock the wheels on the axle together so they turn at the same speed. But guess what doesn't happen in a Cybertruck? They have no locking hubs. Anybody that's done any four-wheeling knows you got to lock the hubs. Because if not, you're just going to get stuck, right? Everybody knows that. Got to get out and lock the hubs. Used to have to get out of the vehicle and manually, at the wheel, lock the hubs. Now they got the little shifter there in the car, but, uh, but anyway, there you go. Oh, but we do. We do have some news there is going to be a ramping up. Have you seen the new Mustangs, by the way? The electric ones? What an insult. Those, th- those things are no more Mustangs than a Mustang 2 was a Mustang. Remember the Mustang 2? What a hideous vehicle. Awful. Well, now Ford is coming out with a brand new V8. Gasoline-powered engine. So, you see... Even Ford understands. And they're starting to. You know, they shut down that plant in Dearborn that was making the F-150 Lightning because nobody wanted it. Then they came out with that ugly Ford Mustang. It was more of an SUV than anything. It was electric. Nobody liked it. So now they're going back, you know what? You know what we're known for? We're known for that big, old, deep-throated V8. We're going to revamp the Mustang. We're going to give it more power, and we're going to send it out, and we're going to give the American people what they want. This could save Ford. This could be what actually saves Ford. This could actually be what saves the automotive uh, automotive industry. Give people good-performing cars. Give people high-performing cars. Let us make the choice which, what, which we want. Do we want an economical car that's safe, fun, good, dependable? Or do we want one of those big roaring Mustangs rolling down the street tearing up asphalt? I take the V8. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.